This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday, and uh, we're certainly glad to be back with you today. Uh, we've had some good topics uh, uh, come to us, and uh, we just pray these topics are, are, uh, are meaningful to y'all as well. And uh, we ask if it is, we'd love for you to share these with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a, a piece of you know, there was some information, a news story you wanted to share. Well, there was one, um, actually. And it's uh, it's from a, uh, a man in um, Alabama. He's the owner and manager of uh, Chick-fil-A there. And WBBC, um, Channel 6, um, from uh, the news station there, reported on this. His name is uh, Mark Meadows. And Mark, back in... Uh, Back in Alabama, back uh, last year when they had that snow uh, eclipse in Alabama, um, his crew went and, and distributed food to truck drivers and people stranded in their cars, and they offered for them to sleep in their restaurant overnight. It was a horrible, horrible event, and they were just very grateful, graceful to these people. And uh, this one person reported um, while they were eating in this restaurant a couple yesterday, I think it was. They noticed a, a homeless young boy go in there, and he offered, he talked to the owner, and, and Mark, and he said, you know, can I work for some food? And he said, no, can't let you do that. And he said, but I'll give you some food. And he noticed the young man didn't have any gloves. And he said, where are your gloves at? It's cold outside. And he said, I don't have any. So uh, the, uh, the person who videotaped this, without him knowing it, um, you saw him go to his table where he works at in the dining room, grab his own gloves and give it to the young man and you know because it was so cold mm-hmm. yeah it's very touching you know it's just uh, one of those things to where he's a good samaritan but you know one thing that mark said at the end he said uh where are you getting this from wbbc yeah. in alabama he just said I, I i just don't understand all the hoopla over all this he said, I'm just doing mm-hmm. what I believe Jesus wants me to do. Exactly. And that, that teaches that all of us, you oh, know. Oh, man. We can all be doing something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's really outstanding, man. I'm just so touched by that story and so encouraged that there's people out there that just love people. By golly, just for the just for the sake of love. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I just think that's a really encouraging story. And uh, I just thought maybe you guys would like to hear that. Yeah. But Let anyway. it be to inspire all of us. Oh, you know, absolutely. To get out of ourselves and look look, look outside of our box That's and right. what we can do for other people. Well, anyway, we have a great topic. And uh, Teresa's going to read that Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay. Overthinking, analyzing, fixating. These keep our minds busy so we can avoid doing what needs to be done. It is an addiction of some sort hate to tell you all that, but it is. 
and uh, Scott and I both um, have uh, dealt with it and still do from time to time. So today we're going to talk about the main reason it's a problem in the first place. That's right. And we back this script, back, back this up with scripture, mm-hmm. uh, like we always, uh, uh, God tells us to in John 14, 27. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I'm telling you, peace of mind is lacking when you're doing any of those things, overthinking, analyzing, and fixating. And I've had a problem with it my whole life. And those of you that follow us probably know that. Mom, I would be driving with my mom in the car, just be looking out the window. Not her, I would be. She was driving. And uh, she would, you know, just be dead silence. And she would say, where are you? And I'd say, what do you mean? Where am I? I'm right here. No, where are you? What do you mean, Mom? I would say. And she'd say, you're here, but you're not here. And, and so, I mean, that's been many years ago. And, and mm-hmm. fast forward, we call it what it is now. I was an overthinker, a deep thinker, even even back then. And so yeah. once I figured that out, you know, it was uh, not figured that after it was revealed to me. That was a huge awakening. Yeah. And, um, you know, it is. It can be very addicting. It, it's a form of escape, too. Mm-hmm. And, and when you do that, you know, like when I do that, it I can just start letting other things go. And my life can become chaotic and I get into thinking or overthinking what other people need to be doing. It's just, it's craziness. And the scripture you just read is not, I mean, it is what God wants for us. And that's peace of mind. Yeah. And boy, you can, I can overthink and and just avoid honey things, especially that I don't want to do. Yeah. Or overthink it to death. You see me do that. Yeah. Quite a bit. I catch myself (laughs) and ask God to help me. Stop doing that. Well, at least you know where to go and, you know, to, to help with that and, you know, but you know, many of us are dealing with stress and anxiety, you know, grief and, and maybe a loss of a loved one well, or yeah. a job or Everybody. something like that. Mm-hmm. And we we long for that peace of mind and heart, you know, but we, we tend to fixate on it. Mm-hmm. You know, why did I do this or why didn't I do that or why this happened? How come this they're being blessed and we're not? You know, I don't understand, you know. But so, you know what? So do the early disciples. They, they, they were fixating on the fact that they're about to lose their best friend. Mm-hmm. And their Messiah, mm-hmm. you know, they they were just they were beside themselves. Their souls were indeed troubled. Yeah, like many of many of us recovering from a loss of a job or a spouse or a child or a chemical addiction. Well, they don't or, kick in for all those reasons. Overthinking. I'll tell you, but they were looking for something to fill the void. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet Jesus said he was leaving them with wholesome, fulfilling peace, shalom. Unlike the worldly peace, which is merely an absence of conflict. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just it. The world, the world's peace, the world, the peace that the world gives us is absent of conflict. But the peace that God gives us is peace in the middle of it. That's right. You know, well, God can bring us peace even in the midst of those troubles. Well, it all hell breaking loose in your life and you're still calm and you're still able to sleep at night because you just get to that place where you trust God. Yeah. Well, you know, what God really wants, you know, is, is for us, uh, he does want us to uh, um, to fixate. On him. On him. And what he's he doing. He does want us to <laughs> overthink on him. Mm-hmm. And he does want us to analyze it mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. But what we do, and we're guilty of it as well at times, we try to fix it ourselves. Well, and we also, honey, we get out of balance with it. Yeah, we get out of balance and... 
you know, whether it be your finances. I mean, you know, we're just, everyone's just coming out of mm-hmm. December mm-hmm. and spend a lot of money on Christmas or whatever. And, and uh, now it's tax time and, and insurance rates anyway in America have gone up maybe mm-hmm. double or at least a third of what it was. And so everyone's just kind of, kind of, you know, fixating on that. Like, man, well, how am I going to make it? Mm-hmm. You know, well, maybe I need not to give so much on my tithe. You know, maybe I need to cut back on offerings. That's exactly what you don't need to do. Well, that's what the well, enemy will we, tell we us. We decided mm-hmm. as a couple, we need to increase. Increase our tithing. Increase our offerings. Because our income is going to be affected by all these rates. Yeah, but it's fear. And then yeah. that's something you can start to overthink about, too. That's exactly right. Oh, what are we going to do? Or we shouldn't do this. Or yes, we should do this. Or no, we should do that. And you just go back and forth and yeah. back and forth. Then you, it's like, okay, is this me, thee, or the enemy? What am yeah. I supposed to do here? Exactly. You and know? so, you know, a lot of times, you know, what the world would tell us to do, hey, man, just don't tithe. Mm-hmm. That's an extra so-and-so money. And and, uh, you're, and so you start analyzing it. Well, if I don't tithe. That's an extra eight thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars a year, and and this don't go there. Right. Okay. Well, God tells us that where where your heart is is where your treasure is. Where your treasure is, where your heart is. Mm-hmm. Well, as we always like to say, and especially getting to ten minutes into this, we want to wrap this up as yeah. good teachers. Okay. So if you if you've listened to this and realize I have a problem with this, I know exactly what they're talking about. Help. What do I do? We're going to help you with some solutions and what we do. Mm -hmm. And for me, one thing that I do is when that starts to kick in with me, and maybe, you know, most of the time it is something that I need to think about and and maybe give a little more thought to than a lot of things. I will give myself a certain amount of time, and that's it. Instead of letting the clock tick and just go on and on, I'm still thinking about an hour later or two hours later, I just go, no, I'm I'm going to ponder this. Think about this and pray about this, and then I'm going to let it go and move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's step one, let it go and give it to God. And realize I can't think about this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm letting this go, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I, honey, I allow myself a little bit of time, and then I move forward. And so it, and so now you may be thinking, okay, but what do you do when it tries to come back? Well, when it tries to come back, for me, I realize this is not what God has for me. This is not pleasing to Him. Um, my life is getting out of order again. I cannot live this way. And I don't like that feeling of when my life is out of order, when I'm letting things go. Mm-hmm. So, so that is how I do it. I get back to doing the next right thing in front of me to do. Because we've got plans. We've got things God wants for us to do. And, and I don't have time. And he didn't have time for me overthinking all of it. Right. And then I have to, the third thing is when I still have a problem with it just really ask myself what's going on with me mm-hmm. you know maybe i've not taken care of myself you know here lately not enough sleep maybe i'm hungry maybe i'm just not taking care of myself and that's when most addictions flare up are you lonely are you angry yeah. you know so those are what helps me what helps you well basically what you know i just i just want to listen to god mm-hmm. you know what he wants me to do and you know, I was fixating over my work the other day, and, and uh, I was trying to work out some schedules, and we had some turnover and this and that, and you know, I just, you know, I just, I just sat there for a minute, man, right in front of the computer trying to figure this stuff out, mm. and all this racket was going on in the kitchen, and people were walking by, and it was just disturbing. I said, God, what do you want me to do here? Mm-hmm. He said, pack it up and leave. Mm. Come back when everyone's gone, so you have peace and quiet. 
and then you can get it done. There you go. That's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. I told my associate manager, I said, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'll be back in about an hour and a half. And then that way I can, and sure enough, I got back. Did you go do something that you needed to do? Was it part of your day? <coughs> sure did. So you were doing the next right thing in front of you. Yeah. And so I did that and came back. And and sure enough, here in, in about two or three hours, I got the schedules all worked out. Everything was done. You know, I was off the next day and, and, and I got to sleep in. So I, what I like to do is, is listen, you know, and just ask God, what do you want me to do in this situation? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because what I'm trying to do, it ain't working. And it's making you crazier than we already are. That's right. So <laughs> like Teresa said, you know, if you if you do overthink or you analyze too much or you fixate, which would be probably all of us around the world at one time or another, then what are you going to do? Well, you're going to let go and you're going to let God. You're going to let him take care of it. And you realize, I cannot stop thinking. And for me, it was such a problem. At one time, honey, I thought I was going to have to drive my car to a wall to stop thinking. And then I had this revelation that I heard someone say out of their mouth, which was this. You might not can stop thinking about that, whatever that was at the time, but you can start thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. As ridiculous as that sounds, that's one thing our ministry is all about is common sense. That's right. That was something I needed to be reminded of. And you know what? Changed my life. And so what I do, I start thinking about something else. And usually for me, because I got stuff to do for the Lord and like everybody else for my life, go on and do the next right thing. That's exactly right. You know, uh, what I said earlier, let go and let God. I mean, that's good to grasp onto if you know who God is. But until you give your life to him, and you surrender your will to him, it's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. So do you know him? Do you know this guy that wants to help you with these, with, these, uh, with these addictions? Well, if you don't know him, here's your chance. And if you think you have known him and, and, and uh, you thought you gave your heart to him, and you're realizing, man, I, I never did. Well, here's your chance to do so. If you would, please pray this prayer with us. And please know that you're saved. And the God of the universe, he wants to come beside you and help you with these addictions. So, Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross and that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you from a sincere heart to forgive me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I don't want to have these addictions anymore. I want to give my will and everything to you and let you take care of them with my obedience. Today, I give you my heart, my soul, and my mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you all so much. And if you prayed that prayer of salvation, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our Facebook, um, Living It Up, Beginning Again. Like us and comment. Comment on, uh, you know, hey, man, I just gave my life to Christ. Or, hey, I got this. I do have this addiction of fixating and, and, and uh, you know. Here's what you, here's what you do. Well, and tell uh, us what you do about yeah. it. Encourage, the, encourage our community of yeah. followers. Or ask us, ask us a question, you yeah. know. And we'll comment back to you. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we're just, we're just blessed that you guys have been with us. Sorry the podcast was a little long. But, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. You know, when the spirit starts, starts rumbling, then you just got to go with it. Right.
We hope you have a great day. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for spending part of it with us. And until we talk to you tomorrow, keep living it up. Well, beginning again.